T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Monday of all Mondays when the season ends and you feel like everything is over it's rainy it's cold it's winter it's not baseball season yet can't really get into the basketball too much yet it sucks I mean I felt like the entire NFL season ended yesterday out of the four teams left, I don't really care to see any of these guys go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. It seems like these teams are always in the conference championship going to the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it tonight. I have thoughts and takes on all the games. Like you, I watched every game and didn't move. And yeah, I was happy that... Uh, I could turn off the Cowboys game around halftime and watch the Nets. I know no one else is really going to talk about it. Maybe uh, besides Evan. Evan spoke on it. But the Nets beat the defending champs, the Golden State Warriors, last night. And I was able to go to bed with a smile. But I don't care who you are. If you love football and you love your team and you follow your team, it hurts. When the season ends, if you're not celebrating a Super Bowl championship, it hurts. It is hard to stomach it is hard to be yourself. I went to the grocery store Sunday, and like I do every Sunday, and you've probably heard me say this, I put my clown suit on. I put my Dallas Cowboys gear on. I've been doing that since I was four or five years old. Every Sunday, I just get dressed in this clown suit. I don't care what people think. It is what it is. I signed up for it a long time ago. But I see Giants fans proudly wearing their Giants gear on Sunday after the Giants 
were eliminated in the most embarrassing fashion. After the Giants got smoked and it started to look like a college game, it started to look like varsity playing against the JV. And that told me something. That Giants fans are proud of the season they had. And I know you're going to stew in it a little bit longer, but I think as time goes on, you're going to realize that this was a breakout year. This was a game changer. This was a season. I always go back to Sean Morass saying, we have a season after the Giants stole that first game. Because I didn't really understand that. As a Cowboys fan, the Cowboys always have a season. They always win double digits and have fun on Sundays in the regular season, but can't do it in the postseason. But Giants fans in the last few years, and Jets fans feel me too, the season is over in October. And this year it wasn't. On both sides, but specifically for the Giant fan. The Giant fan got to go on a little bit of a magic carpet ride. And the thing about magic carpet rides are, you know, there are no magic carpets. At some point in time, you're going to come back down to earth. It's the NFL, not the NFL. Not the end if this happens. Not if Pat Mahomes goes down or if the Giants show up, if the Giants steal a game, if Joe Burrow goes down, if Dak doesn't throw interceptions. It's the NFL and the the F is for football, but it might as well be for facts. The facts play. You have to go off the factual info. And I know last week was a good week and everybody here at the fan, there was no reason for us to... Talk about the facts with Philadelphia. They showed themselves, though, Saturday night. And with football, it is all factual information. And when I played, they say the eye in the sky don't lie. What you put on film is fact. There's another F for you, football fans. And that's all I saw this weekend. Matchups, weaknesses, strengths, and who could expose a weak part of your offense or defense, whether that be on your Line, whether that be in your secondary, whether that be your receivers can't get open on our secondary. That's all football is. Matchups and weaknesses. We have a better matchup here. We're going to exploit it. And now that I'm looking at the final four, I'm like, this thing pretty much went all chalk, right? You get the number one seeds in the conference championships. I mean, the Niners were number two seed. They get there with a a rookie quarterback, and then you get... Joe Burrow, who I know they're a three seed, but we know what happened with the Monday night football game, and that put a chip on these guys' shoulders, right? You guys saw what the Bengals did. Now, we can go through each game, and I'm taking your calls all night on all of the games, but I know that the Giants fans are going to dominate the conversation they should. This is the home of the Giants. But let's go in order from the first game, the Jags, right? They showed video of Chiefs fans lining up the night before 9 p.m. the night before to tailgate the next day. They're sleeping in their cars to tailgate the next day. And the Jags were a good story. Doug Peterson is a great coach. Trevor Lawrence and him and and Travis Etienne and those guys, they'll get Calvin Ridley next year. They'll be back. But they were not going into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey, first touchdown, easy money. If you bet that, Chiefs go down and drive. And there was a plot twist. Mahomes goes down with a high ankle sprain. It's like, hold on, if they don't have him, they're not going to be able to win. Hold on, if he goes down, that's it for the Chiefs. Well, Chad Henney jumps in the game, handles business. Andy Reid is ready. Eric Bieniemy is ready. 
The Chiefs are ready in the event that they lose their most important player. They drive down the field, 98 yards, touchdown. He comes back in the game, whatever. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, they don't cover. Jaguars fight. Backdoor cover with the late score. Whatever. The Chiefs advance. The Chiefs are back in the AFC Championship game, and they're hosting it. And they were, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, hoping for a rematch of last year. So the Chiefs win 27-20 over the Jaguars. In Jacksonville, I don't know if they even have sports radio in Jacksonville. They're saying it was a good year. It was a good year. We weren't supposed to go and beat the Chiefs. We should have been eliminated in the first round against the Chargers. And then you get to Saturday night, and the shenanigans start early, right? You hear about (laughs) the Eagles fans buying tickets to a lacrosse game where they opened up the gates at 8 a.m. for the lacrosse game at 1, and those Birds fans found a way. They bought tickets to that game so that they could tailgate for 12 extra hours or whatever it was. They were ready to go. And then you hear about the water being turned off in the hotel. The Giants team hotel in Center City didn't have water that morning. A busted pipe. Right, the fix is in. And, of course, they get the water back on or whatever, but the shenanigans continue when you get into the game. The chain gang. Okay, we're in 2023. How how are the chains getting jumbled up? Like, this is Pop Warner. Like, you have someone's dad volunteering to hold the chains. Like, it should be more professional than that, but it doesn't matter. All last week, we talked about if the Giants start fast, if the Giants take the crowd out of it, if the Giants score first, if the Giants, if the Giants, if the Giants. And we didn't spend enough time respecting the 14-3 and three Eagles who had the most wins in their franchise history, their team actually was rested and ready. We talked about if they come off the couch cold, if the bye week hurts them, if Jalen Hurts is actually hurt. No, they were rested and ready. And if you went down there, I'm sorry, because that was a nightmare. That was an absolute nightmare. Because that game was over fast. And then the Giants get into the game where they got to overcoach and they got to take chances. And then you're taking a risk going for it on fourth down early, and then you're not taking that same risk later. It looks like you surrendered. It looks like you gave up. It looks like you never had it, and it looks weak. But you're clearly outmatched. And I go back to what I'm saying about matchups, right? The Eagles are looking at the Giants, and it's barbecue chicken alert. They're looking at every Adoree Jackson. I'm like, they're going at Adoree Jackson. We spent so much time talking about Jalen Hurts not playing. Adoree Jackson had only played one game. I'm watching that game. I'm like, he's dead meat out there. They're sending someone to block him. They're sending A.J. Brown running routes on him. He's giving him too much room. They were going at guys. It's like the Eagles were upstairs looking at the Giants and saying, who can we prey on? And I guess that works for the Eagle. You know, Eagle looking down, preying on the Giants. The Giants were reduced. Jalen Smith. Had no business being in that game. I remember when the Giants signed him. I told you guys as a Dallas fan, he couldn't play on the improved Dallas defense. He was on one of the worst Dallas defenses of all time. And he looked like it in that game. They were forcing guys to tackle. I said last week, a key to this game is tackling and not letting little plays become bigger uh, bigger gains. And that was a big part of the game. The Giants were rattled. They weren't prepared. You know, we've seen this team be prepared all season. We've seen this team fight through games, but there were missed opportunities. The one throw that Daniel Jones had where he had time and there was a wide-open Richie James, the ball was a little high. It's on Daniel Jones, but it's also on Richie James. That was a miss, a missed opportunity, whether you want to say it was an overthrow 
or a drop. You know, Julian Love, Jihad Ward. Uh, there was a few other guys that caught my attention on the Giants' defense where I was just like, they're they're outmatched. The talent, right? It's not if we got to go off facts. The talent that the Eagles have is so far from where the Giants are. And it just reminds you that we talked all year about the roster and some of these guys that they had. They're, the Giants have top picks. They have big money guys, right? They're not paying their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, yet. They can sign free agents. The Giants don't have that. They have mix and match guys off the scrap heaps and off of practice squad and guys that have been cut. And, yes, it was a good story. But uh, at the end of the day, it just shows you, like, where you have to be to compete in this league. I mean, I heard the conversation about should the Giants have played their starters in week 18 for what? For what? To give them a taste of what this was going to be like? They wouldn't have got a taste. This was playoff atmosphere. The Eagles were ready to go. And they have a bunch of guys. Their whole D-line is scary. Hassan Reddick is a grown-ass man. I mean, their their whole defense is tough. Bradbury had something to prove against the Giants. He, you know, obviously would have been on the team if they could have afforded him. He ends up with a pick. Darius Slay. Like, now you're looking at these guys that were good stories for the Giants being reduced to non-factors. And we didn't really look at that last week. And we weren't supposed to. But now the reality hits. That's what this weekend was. It was a reality check weekend. And talk about reality checks. Yesterday we got big reality checks. In Buffalo. Snowy Buffalo. Out in western New York. We're thinking the Bills. They're getting DeMar Hamlin back in the arena. You barely get to see him. But they didn't get enough juice from DeMar being in a suite. Not enough juice to knock off Joe Cool. I mean, if you watch Joe Burt, Joe Shiesty, Joe Thorough, Joe Burrow play football from LSU to now, this kid is the definition of ice in his veins. I don't know how every little kid doesn't want to be Joe Burrow that's playing football or playing quarterback. He's got his team right back in the AFC Championship. In warm-ups, he's chilling. And I'm sitting there watching this game with my wife, and she's like, it looks so easy for the Bengals. Like, it doesn't look easy for the Bills. They're on the road. It's snowing. You would think that Buffalo was like, yeah, this is what we want. This is what we're used to. No, the Bengals will not be stopped. They had a chip on their shoulder. The NFL sold 50,000 tickets to a AFC championship game in Atlanta. That's not going to happen. They put Joe Burrow on the mic after the game. He says, better send them refunds. That was all the motivation those guys needed. The coin toss stuff, the neutral site stuff. It pissed them off. They dominated. They bullied the Bills in Buffalo. And now people are looking at Josh Allen like maybe he's not what we thought he was. And here we're looking at Brian Dable, not to be confused with Brian Dayball. We're looking at Brian Dable like, wow, look at Josh Allen without him. He turned into a turnover machine. And Daniel Jones was much better with the ball. Obviously had a turnover in the game Saturday, but that's because of the Eagles' defense. Now, back to the, the Bengals and the Bills. There were some sketchy plays. I mean, in, in my opinion, I thought the Jamar Chase catch was a catch, and I would have cashed a parlay with Jamar Chase. Two touchdowns, that really pissed me off. And I just kind of was like, all right, I understand he's got to complete the catch. But it's like once you catch the ball and you have it secured and two feet are down or a knee down, whatever, and you're in the end zone, touchdown. But he went out the back of the end zone and didn't have possession. They overturned that. Uh, there was a point in this game where we thought Joe Burrow was going to be hurt for a second. He went down, and I think the snow helped him because his cleats didn't get stuck in the ground like we saw Mahomes 
get stuck in the ground. He kind of slid, got up, and shook it off. Uh, you got Eli Apple on the sideline, smacking air, just kind of symbolizing what they did to the Buffalo Bills. You've got Stephon Diggs throwing his arms up in Josh Allen's face. And this is a team that everyone picked to win the Super Bowl. And once they lost Von Miller, they weren't Super Bowl contenders. I mean, once they lost DeMar Hamlin, who was their leading tackler, they weren't Super Bowl contenders. This team slowly started to fade, uh, lost their identity some. And if you're if you're a Giants fan and you're feeling bad today, think about how the Buffalo Bills fans feel. Bills Mafia is sick today. And there's nothing you can do about it but tuck your football stuff. Or maybe you're the type of person that wears your football stuff when it's not football season. Me, my Cowboy stuff is in the back of the closet. You won't see me wearing any Dallas stuff until August. And I don't even really like wearing it. Then I try and keep it low. But these Bills fans are sick. Another season that they can't get it done and they lose at home. And now, finally, the Dallas Cowboys, who I call America's team to laugh at. You you got a few chuckles out of that one last night. You definitely laughed at the end of the game. I didn't even see the play live. I turned the game off. I was watching the Nets come back and beat the Warriors. I ended up seeing on social media what they're running. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, the number four overall pick that Jerry Jones gave six years, $90 million to. You can't give Saquon that kind of deal. I, I look at the Cowboys like this. I saw this L coming in so many ways because I've watched them all season. And there were so many missed opportunities. The Niners didn't play a great game. The Niners haven't played a great game in both of their playoff games. They're relying on Brock Purdy, and he's pretty good. But when you got a seven-game rookie versus a seven-year veteran, Dak Prescott is supposed to lead them to victory. But I knew the Cowboys can't put together back-to-back quality games. I knew he was going to turn the ball over because he had a clean game last week. And I knew that he was playing against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, who were the worst team in the playoffs. Can't really use that as a measuring stick. They go on the road. They have plenty of opportunities to win that game. But you know what's hanging over this team? In the beginning of that game, Jerry Jones has to come down and give his kicker a hug. Brett Maher is trending on Twitter. Why? Because the Niners intimidated him. The Niners knew it's not the NFL. It's all about facts. Facts is this guy was missing extra points. He's a little shaky. It's not a matter if he's going to hit his kicks. Let's get in his head. Tell him he can't warm up over here. So just right away, to start that game, you go in that game thinking you, you can't rely on your kicker, and he misses that first extra point, and it was blocked. Yeah, but that probably was going wide left if you looked at it anyway. Pathetic. America's team to laugh at. So now it's 27 years since the Dallas Cowboys have been in a conference championship. That is the longest streak in the NFL, I believe. Think about that for any of the Cowboys fans listening that wonder why I wasn't so confident in them this year, why I wasn't championing them this year, why I actually looked at the Giants story and I said, this is the best story in football. No need for me to bring my Cowboys fandom into this. The Cowboys are frauds. And they showed you, talking about matchups. They're relying on Deron Bland, a rookie. He's getting exposed. Tony Pollard gets hurt. And now you have to rely on Ezekiel Elliott. He's not the same player. Getting exposed. And Dak Prescott already mentioned, but those turnovers were backbreakers. In your own territory, you give them the ball. Going into score, you give them the ball. You can't recover from that. And I don't think his career can recover from that. Now he's right there with Romo. They have the same uh, playoff record. 
And I remember when I was over Tony Romo, it was because of the turnovers. The miraculous plays didn't outweigh the interceptions because they're such momentum killers. So the Cowboys lose to the Niners, and the Cowboys' defense showed up, held them to 19. And if you can't score 19 points in a playoff game, you don't deserve to win. And they didn't deserve to advance. And I'm kind of glad because they would have went into Philly and got ran through as well. Now, we could talk about a bunch of things tonight, but I feel like tonight is about reflecting on the games this weekend and the season that was. And you could call me with your thoughts and your emotion. If you're sad, if you're proud, whatever, express it on air. Live in it. It's it's Monday, and when I'm done, it's Tuesday, and then we can start to heal and start to focus on other sports or think about the season that was, whatever. But right now, it sucks. It hurts. Cowboys, out. Bills, out. Giants, out. Jags, out. And for what I'm concerned, it's really only like Giants fans and some Cowboys fans listening, so we'll take those calls. And I've got plenty more to say about all the games. The NFL is king. I love it. It's riveting. But... Super wild card weekend was way more fun than the divisional round. You couldn't even really hit your parlays. Bet the unders, right? You know, I, I bet against Dallas, and I set up all these plays for uh, parlays for the Niners, but they only scored 19. You know, it wasn't like Debo Samuel or George Kittle. These guys are having a bunch of touchdowns and yards. Uh, it is what it is, though, folks. The NFL, they, you know, they, let's see. I have that the NFL reportedly earned $2.7 billion in sponsorship revenue over this season. They are a machine, an entertainment entity, and it sucks when your team is out of it, but we will all be locked in and glued to this next round, this conference championship. And I don't really know how to call it, to be honest. I think the Eagles beat the Niners because Brock Purdy showed you what he looked like. He looked like a rookie at times, almost threw the ball out with no time left with Micah Parsons and and Tank Lawrence bearing down on him. What do you think? The Eagles' D-line is going to do to that young man. I think the Eagles at home will find a way to survive that one. And then when I'm looking at a hobbled Pat Mahomes versus a confident Joe Burrow who's undefeated against him and the Bengals who have already gone to Kansas City and won and they want to get back to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, it is hard for me to pick against Houday. And you heard Houday out there in Buffalo. Houday, Houday, Houday said going to beat them Bengals. Nobody, I guess. I mean, the NFL is wild. But uh, 877-337-6666. I don't think we're going to talk too much about the Knicks or the Nets or the Rangers, Rangers, Islanders, Devils. Tonight is a night to live in your football feelings and think about what could have been and what was. And there's plenty of storylines out there, and I've got plenty to add. I can't wait to talk to you. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, and we will be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.